0: Fans to the American Outlaws Soccer Podcast, where we talk about soccer games. I'm trying to make that our new catchphrase.
1: <laughs> you sound super excited. How about does
0: it, it sound? Uh, when you say it like that, it doesn't sound <laughs> good. Welcome, soccer fans. There you go. To the soccer podcast, where we talk about soccer games and we talk about Canada's finest, Avril Levine. Duncan, <laughs> your thoughts on Avril
1: Levine? I, I, I honestly, I think is I, it complicated. I forget- <laughs> I forgot about her until just today when you played it. Well, she came into my life in
0: a big way recently. So
1: Avril is like uh, – isn't that a month in French? Yeah, it's April. Yeah, I was just there in France. Oh, oh yeah. And then I saw – King actually, of the segues. I, I, I know. Thanks. It was a funny. That's the only time I thought about her in a long time. When <laughs> I saw Avril come up something, like, what? What are they talking about? Avril Levine?" Nope. <laughs> no. That's a month. Jean-Bier, <laughs>
0: Febrier,
1: um, Hey, Avril
0: I don't remember. I took four years of French. You'd think I'd know. I don't remember.
1: I know we needed you there. I've never France. been to
0: France and you've been you it's <laughs> embarrassing. First time ever. Have you been to Canada? I have. So have I asshole. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's easy to go to Canada. It's not far away. It's easy. <laughs> we to on sure. the American Outlaws podcast. I don't know why we're talking about Avril. Lavigne. Cheers. I'm Podcast,
1: well, Cheers. that's because uh, so Corey, every podcast he has to have music to hype him up for something like that. So, usually, it's like this really good hype music, and all of a sudden, he just chose this Avril song to start this one. <laughs> a couple things, why, uh, why, uh, Corey? Why, well, uh,
0: embarrassingly, that's what was playing on my phone because I had listened to it recently. <laughs> Impressive, I, I like to sometimes put just songs on shuffle, like the whole uh, iPod or iPhone or whatever. And that song came on the other day, and I listened to the whole thing. And I enjoyed it. I like Avril Lavigne. Yeah, I'm, I'm going
1: to step out there and say it. So, so here's something too. I used to. to.
0: I, like that. I like those three hits or whatever.
1: It also reminded us of uh, the night before bar that we had for in France in Lyon called the Boston Cafe. They only played, like, for the first, whatever, four hours we were there. They played, like, late 90s, early two thousand Rockets. That's my perfect I know, bar. I know. We knew That's every all song. I care about. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. They got Counting Crows on. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard it. Oh yeah, yeah uh, yeah.
0: Let me pull off a few other gin blossoms. Yeah, uh, uh,
1: Runaway Train by uh, Soul Asylum. <laughs> yes. Did they rip through that? They had some Soundgarden. They had some Nirvana. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh, they were just going through the hits. Ah, that great. It was only like yeah, early '90s, early 2000s rock. It was incredible. That's the best rock. <laughs> Actually,
0: mid 2000s. So we grew up
1: on. It was incredible. So. The soccer podcast
0: is over. This is the late 90s rock. We're talking rock. We're taking calls. 493-ROCK. <laughs> Call it. Calls. 493-ROCK. We're taking calls on... Soundgarden drummer,
1: best drummer ever, or... The best drummer ever He's not that good Is he? <laughs> no, I'm just That was the first question oh. I thought of in my head I don't <laughs> know horrible.
0: I don't know He's not good I don't, don't know At least pick like Tool or a Perfect Circle Oh yeah, that good drummer's point amazing. That's a good point Danny drummers, Carey
1: Drummers are amazing Incredible Two different drummers Yeah, alright We need to transition to <clears throat> <laughs> Being soccer fans
0: Okay, yeah Welcome back to the soccer podcast <laughs> the Rock, rock rock and roll podcast is over We are no longer taking calls Uh It's been a fun couple weeks Oh Yeah I'm in the throes of World Cup. I'm deep diving on World Cup. I I, um, I didn't think I'd care about it, honestly. And I know. Ever since uh, October and the the dismal, what
1: are, what are we calling it? The uh, I've heard it be called a lot of different things, like the Trinidad, Tobacco, wow. the trouble in Trinidad, and, like, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. Well, I've heard a lot. Trouble in a few different places. It wasn't That's true. true. Trinidad <laughs> was just the peak.
0: Uh Losing to Mexico the first time ever on U.S. soil. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, we're not playing in the World Cup in two days, and it's miserable.
1: If you did however,
0: however, I'm still excited for it. I didn't think I would be until a wave has overcome me the last few days. Yeah, and um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm re- I'm listening to other fantastic podcasts like the Total Soccer Show and Grant Wall and Brian Stross's podcast and um, other good podcasts previewing it. I'm excited. I'm going to watch a lot of soccer in the next few months. I have watched a lot of soccer in the last two weeks, specifically the United States of America men's soccer team <laughs> and the United States of America women's soccer team, who have both been in action in Europe. Justin, your thoughts. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> we played Ireland in Ireland. I thought it was great.
1: I, I really think we – so Ireland – We were not good in Ireland. Come on. We were not good. No, I never, we said, I never said that we were great. I thought it was great. Well, I only care about how we perform. Well, Outside of that, <laughs> don't give a fuck. You understand? Well, how about you talk about the Ireland game? I'll talk about the France game. I wasn't there. Yeah, and that's why I'll talk I mean, about the France there game. You weren't I wasn't – yeah. Okay. I but, saying. I mean, I, I thought we started off uh, pretty good in Ireland, and then we just forgot how to play.
0: Mm-hmm. I thought we started started off as a C C plus maybe. We scored a I'm trying to remember the goal now. I don't I remember it not being amazingly fantastic, but it was fine. And yeah, second half was a drudge.
1: Yeah, Bobby uh, Wood got the goal, which is awesome. Yeah. I like I like seeing him
0: score. He's had a rough season. Yeah. Uh he moves he he moves off the ball a lot. He loves to be offside. We learned that in the France game. <laughs> 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 he was born offside, couldn't get onside, blah blah blah. But uh yeah, the Ireland game was honestly it was it was I I didn't pay as close attention to the on the field stuff, so it kind of sucks for me to uh, be reviewing on field stuff because I was at the A.O. Lincoln appreciation party, American Outlaws appreciation party here in Lincoln, where we tapped this beer that we previewed on our last podcast. <laughs> I'm proud of us, by the way. We should cheers to um, doing multiple podcasts in a month. Mm-hmm. This is like three.
1: Through. Yeah, we're, we're sticking to it this hey, time. I'm four if you I count like the it. ones you deleted. So yeah. that's extra. <laughs> we even did a video one in France that we were not be able to get up because it was like three gig. And we like, it all just didn't get it up in time before the game because the Internet, uh, wherever I was in France, was not good. But uh, I was trying to think. of we, It was great that we interviewed uh, Michael Devalos, and uh, he's talking to us about the whole his experience in Ireland. Yeah. And um, he said it was awesome, and like how time. excited he is to see like this young crew playing. How great it was to see 100 and some people in the stands. I mean, that's what I'm saying. These fan two, friendly, yeah, yeah. The fan friendly. Did he play with, in that? Do you know? No, he didn't. But I know we won like six won, five, hey? six five. I believe a defensive battle. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> really got stuck in, as the English like to say.
1: Oh, well, those are yeah, but that's a whole point. We gotta give everyone some goals in those games for sure. Yeah, we did the same fan friendly <laughs> in France too, which we'll get to real quick.
0: But to the people would, our money's worth.
1: He was saying how awesome the whole experience was and, like, how he's getting excited for what's to come, right? If that's for one, the future. Yeah. If that's one thing these games can do is, like, you know, the old guard, pff, no, we're moving on here for the future with these young players really working. That's our first game together, a lot of these players in Ireland. Yeah. And then they transitioned to playing really a World Cup favorite team, where the a, a team that. They played against us. It's actually going to start ahead. in the World Cup. You're I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thought we were talking about Ireland. <laughs> it was, and then transitioned um, into one of my favorite games I've been to in a long time. Yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. So, what are your thoughts on Ireland? Then you said yeah. C C plus down to what? Second half. Uh, <laughs> it was hard to watch. I don't know D plus. I,
0: but again, young team never played together very much. Uh, coach who has a very vague like ja his job wasn't to go win, his job was to give people caps and he's pretty much done that. And to play coherently, which he almost didn't do.
1: And he accomplished half of those tasks. I don't know. He was he, but, it was fine. And he was s- yeah, but you're seeing some players that are really, like, coming to their own, like Robinson, man. Talk Robinson's ama- Dude, on oh, this podcast, what did I warn you? A left back again! What
0: did I, yeah! I, I, warrant... <laughs> I warn you about him? I'm going to take all the credit because I watched him play in one or two games and said, hey, he's good. Yeah, he was fantastic, especially against France. He was. I thought he was real good. But uh, who's played Bolivia before that? Oh, yeah. Great in that game. He yep. was good against Ireland, really good against France, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be good. That's is he awesome. born in England, is that right? I don't know. Pretty sure that's right. And um, p- place for Bolton Wanderers, I want to say.
1: Kurt we Root? should have the stuff up on the roster, but we do not. I uh, didn't even bring a computer. It's <laughs> all up top. Speaking of England, though, man, I don't want to jump around. But Tim Ream getting like the Player of the Year for football.
0: Yeah. Do you watch their uh, playoff games? Uh, when they, I wasn't
1: able to. I, 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 was, I was trying to follow online. I was like traveling at
0: the time. I watched the first leg, and every time he gets the ball. They, like, somewhat ingest of, you know, how Americans love to, like, chant one monosyllabically. <laughs> and everybody get the ball, they do it. <laughs> I think, if I'm remembering right, that was what they said. But it was very, like, you know, how, like, sporting fans will say Zeus or, like, I don't know. It's very... It was, it was just very American fanny, in my
1: opinion. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But our, back him li- him. but our back line is looking just good. The people yeah. we have. Like, Organized. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was going to talk to you. I watched this video. I'm getting to into the France game because I, I think Are the we one, we look, one we can look at at the, this European little trip that we had is I saw this clip about all the Miazga passes he was having in the game. Ooh. It's like splitting the defense. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just sexy.
0: I was trying to work in a Miesca or gas and joke. <laughs> couldn't Couldn't make it happen. That was a good try though. Been a
1: long day at work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, jump to the France game. Nobody wants to talk. Oh my the god. fucking god! So we'll, we'll talk about some of the AO stuff. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I, I came back. It was the one of the best U.S. soccer games and trips I've had in the France game in almost ever. Yeah, really. The U.S. France game of like. Where was, uh, the Leon. atmosphere in Lyon, atmosphere, how the France fans were, the result, uh, just, like, the new beginning of, like, motivating me to be, like, this new fan and, like, what we have for this team. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. We, yeah. we had drums in the stands. We had hundreds, uh, 100 to 200 people there. The events there with all the people coming together from all over the country in into Lyon for the for the night before at the Boston Cafe playing the 90s, 2000 hits. Oh, absolutely amazing. With cheap beer up to like the the pregame where we had like a whole uh, – it's called Patty's Corner. We had the whole place rented out inside, uh, which is awesome. It was tough to get to the stadium. But, man, once you got there, the section was just absolutely intense. And just, like, the whole game was exciting uh, to watch, uh, even though, like – Yes, like France like kinda dominated. It's almost like the old US team, right? You kinda yeah, like, play defense the, and then counter is... and get that goal. And Green always for some reason gets these like huge goals. <laughs> <when it matters. laughs> well twice. <laughs> <laughs> well I know, but he doesn't play he hasn't played that much. Yeah. And and I mean I had so much fun. We played a fan friendly in France too against the irresistible France supporters group. That's what they're called. Les
0: irresistible.
1: Yeah, something like that. Absolutely amazing. They brought, like, 30 people with their own jerseys. Unfortunately, we only were able to get, like, eight <laughs> people because it was on game day at, like, 3 p.m. So you had to, uh, like, kind of shower there and or go back well, and right hopefully get back to the stadium. Uh, um, but it was absolutely so much fun. Uh, that game was 4-2. Unfortunately, we can't say we won or lost that one because we didn't have a full team. <laughs> we only had eight. That's a good uh, <laughs> But so excuse. much fun. We played at the Lyon Training Center. Oh, wow. Like, absolutely incredible facilities cool. where we had the whole field and are there are no scouts there yeah but, looking I, at you? but i did not get scouted i missed like a <laughs> wide open goal right in front of the you goal you could have made it fourth <laughs> 30 and you didn't <laughs> yeah. well what are you doing that close to the goal anyway get your ass i don't back. know what they're making Who me do Anthony <laughs> Robinson, get your ass back <laughs> and I'll, i've seen you shoot you, you gotta stay back <laughs> i know 100 <100%. laughs> percent. i create i don't finish <laughs> That's great. It, it looked awesome. It sounded awesome on TV. I could hear s- you guys. We were, The section of like 100, 200 was so loud. And honestly... Does like, France not do drum?
0: Is, there, is that not part of their fan culture, drumming? and
1: They this? don't usually, but the supporters group that was there, the Irresistibles <laughs> that we met, they had, like,
0: they had
1: about 200 there. And they're the ones that uh, kind of do all the drums and, and chants. But really, I was talking to Ken, who's the guy who I deal with, that we dealt with with the supporters group. And he was like, yeah, I mean, traditionally in France, it's all like somewhat quiet they all sit down and they cheer only when they like are kind of told to and it's so like they're trying to change yeah they're trying to change that culture too in france which i never thought of on the Ooh. national level scene because it's a little bit different in france like everyone i was talking to someone it's like oh they have they have all these teams before the national team even though they love their national team like no we like my first team is psg then it's probably like man you then it's like my parents team and it's like oh yeah yeah national team <laughs> no really but i mean still the stadium was sold out atmosphere is right. great they gave everyone these flags it was big but we yeah, were chanting favorites. like the whole time. It was so much fun. We were loud. Everyone was into it. We had drums in there. Yeah. I'm telling you, it was it was an atmosphere in <clears throat> that I've never seen before in like a like a, these small friendly away games. Yeah. And we had so many French fans come up to us and like say like how awesome it was. They haven't seen anything like this in this part of the stadium of like what we were doing. Really? I'm telling you, yeah. It was awesome. I had people come up and high-five me. All the time, the French fans were awesome. Even after the game, we kept chanting for like another hour. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it was. It, I'm, I'm telling you, the it players was... give you a clap. They didn't come all the way over, but yeah, they did what come the over. Fuck? I mean, they came over and started clapping, but they only got to like maybe like I don't know, 40 yards to the sideline. They got nothing else going on <laughs> for an eternity. <laughs> <laughs> Make the extra 20 steps. But I'm telling you, I thought we had that game. We looked so good. I mean, I mean, we. It was we the good blueprint. We
0: looked good at our blueprint. Correct. Which is Bunkering and defending like it's the end of the world, and then going and scoring on a piece of shit fluke goal that is like three mistakes, and we capitalize on
1: it. This is a World Cup favorite team. Starting there, I am not embarrassed. I loved it, holding them to one one. Screaming in my living room. Oh man, I felt so good that day. I had like a renewed spirit after that in that stadium. I'm telling you,
0: it was. It was. We. The defending was unbelievable some of our passing sequences were really good yeah. too like some were horrible yeah. <laughs> like uh mr green was uh was very guilty on that what, five minutes in and pogba hit the post and i was like this is gonna be a long day if he can't even com- complete a pass with nobody on him in our own third of the field but uh glad to uh get through that um when They're announcing their lineups. I, I, you forget how good France are until they like go one by one and then they go one by <laughs> one on the bench. And you're like, Oh, my even goodness. some of their
1: subs, like Dembele, was like coming off the bench. <laughs>
0: yeah, off the bench, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think
0: how, if any one of our players could even make the bench on that team. I don't, maybe Pulisic, Pulisic for sure, but maybe. he wasn't even there,
1: but he wasn't there, Tim Weah. Pulisic. He would, but he would have made the like the U twenty one or U twenty three squad doesn't make that team yeah I know team. it's crazy. I don't even really know if
0: Pulisic makes that team yeah maybe but I don't know maybe he makes the bench I don't know
1: I mean it's crazy how well they did and his young kids I can't imagine how they felt walking into that stadium with that lineup across from them does Lyon or do
0: they always play games in all over France or do they they usually, usually in Paris, Paris. yeah this yeah was
1: a rarity yeah they had like fifty one well, thousand in there right. Yeah, I mean, it was sold out. It looked awesome. Like, don't don't, don't don't get me wrong. Their fans are awesome, and they were loud. But they don't. They're not like the whole stadium like chanting nonstop the whole game. Right,
0: and that's. I mean, every country has different cultures, but mm-hmm. of fandom. Yeah, it was very like you could tell that their were, fans
1: were getting restless, and yeah. they, all, oh, they, they were boot them off at halftime, didn't they? I'm pretty sure. They yeah, did. yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but you could tell the fans were still all in positive spirits throughout. I mean, shoot, they're going to the World Cup. As
0: favorites, <laughs> one of the favorites.
1: Their security at the hotel, because we were staying at the same hotel as the team. Their security for their team was the France team? Yeah. You were? Yeah. So we saw Pogba and all those guys. What, yeah, really? yeah. But the security was intense. You had to like show your card, even well, get into shit, the driveway. Like... People were lining up all day just to see the team. Really? Outside the hotel. It was it was a crazy How do you know scene. it wasn't for you? It, this is a funny story, by the way, because we we had to leave uh, the hotel to go to our fan friendly. So we're dressed up in like a US jersey and everything like that. <laughs> they thought you were a player. Yeah, they're like they started talking, and I couldn't obviously know what they were talking about. But then they said something about US, and I just go. And They start laughing because it's me. I'm not that in shape. I don't look like. Yeah, you are. I, I don't look like a I, soccer, a professional soccer player. And I was with a few others that weren't either. But we're walking out, and everyone was just waiting for the French team because they they're supposed to walk out at any second. <laughs> they didn't because we we're getting into an Uber. I think once they saw we we're getting into an Uber, they're like, nope. Not even like the black Uber or like the no. X level or whatever. No, it's like a Raynal. like Do you remember when
0: Michael Farrow was on a plane with his U.S. jersey and a player, or the guy next to him in the (laughs) seat next to him asked him if he was a player? He's like, "Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I'm a player on the U.S. national team."
1: You obviously do not watch soccer. You you
0: (laughs) obviously are not a golfer. Uh, So I'm telling
1: you, like, yeah. So Green scored that game. They gotta, they gotta go late in the game, which. We kind of expected. They had so many chances that game. But the fact that we still held for a result against France with that team, oh, renewed spirit. Yeah. Incredible.
0: Was so fun to watch. Uh, a lot of people say, I, I hear occasionally that that's the blueprint, is that defending and then hitting on the counter. And I, I don't know. We recently hired Ernie Stewart, and part of his job is to like identify a style and to make that style – Um, work across all the levels of the youth national teams and help coaches identify certain characteristics of players. And um, I don't know if we want to – do we want to tie ourselves to that bunker encounter style now? I mean, when Klinsman came in, he kind of made it – or his job interview, I imagine, went very much like, I'm going to bring a passive – or passing aggressive – it was attacking soccer think... culture to this country—that that was like yeah. his promise, and it seemed like a, a few months in, he kind of think, abandoned it. I think it still will. I don't think that was on purpose. During the France game. Oh, I think it kind. Con- nah, maybe not. Well, he played five across the back. That's true. Good point. Three center backs and two wing backs. So asterisk, uh, we had a, a small computer glitch. when we started talking about the uh, strategies, my brilliant strategies of how I would coach the United States men's soccer team. And uh, so we're kind of jumping back into it. But uh, I think we were talking about uh, the blueprint for U.S. soccer and the way that uh, Ernie Stewart's been brought on as a GM to try to identify, well, amongst other things, although it's still pretty vague to me what exactly his role is going to be.
1: That's what I, everyone's saying. That, yeah, they Taylor, don't, that They don't know what the role is. And basically, I read this article that said um, they created this just to show that they're trying to change, but not actually giving them any ability to actually change anything.
0: That would be on the cynical end of the takes, I would say. Yeah. But it, it's not wrong. <laughs> or it might not be wrong. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Twel- Taylor Twelman did a good job of interviewing – uh, ernie stewart at halftime or well he interviewed him before but um they, it was a pre-recorded interview and he asked him direct questions like who who is in charge of hiring the next team or the next uh u.s coach and i mean ernie uh, it, for me it was too vague like all of his answers were too vague like the I I still don't have a good feel for exact I don't know if he has a good feel for exactly what who signs off who who is hiring the next coach are you developing a style who's signing off on it who's doing the hiring and firing um I, I he kind of had roundabout answers for those things and maybe that might have been his first like real interview where they just sat him down and said <laughs> are you hiring the next coach or who is and Maybe hopefully they'll take that back and talk in Chicago about and, and get answers to these things. Because right now, I mean, the World Cup starts in two days. Yeah, and in two weeks they're gonna start be there's gonna be new managers opening up. Yeah, because pe- people are gonna get fired pretty quick, and we better know what we're looking for and who's fucking doing the hiring, and they better know it pretty quick in two weeks. But um, I don't know we can come back to that, but before that is the big thing is Wednesday, yeah, which is tomorrow morning. Hey, did you set your alarm five thirty a.m.? Is it five thirty
1: a.m. Central Time? I think it's five a.m. Five a.m. Central Time. Well, I mean, I'll get up and watch it for sure. It's like the last thing. On I looked at the agenda for their
0: meeting, and it's either in Russia. Or, I think it's in Russia. It
1: has, yeah, it's in definitely Russia. Yeah. I was,
0: <clears throat> yeah, and um, they have a bunch of. FIFA type things or you know like big meeting like motions and blah 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 and this is the last thing they do so I would say 530 would probably be okay but uh, I don't know that for sure but um, I don't know maybe when people hear this podcast they'll already know actually (laughs) now they think about it
1: uh, That's a good point. Yeah, a... Might. It depends on how, how quick I can get this up. I can get this up pretty quick after foot golf, Corey Don't worry. Do you think all eight of our listeners will no. listen to it in time for? There's that? no way I can even get it done and have someone get it up uh, by 5:30 a.m. But so we're so this is our prediction. So that we're <laughs> super excited right now for so, 2026. Okay. So here's a good one, Cory. Furious. How about you do an announcement for like how excited you are or what happens for both both uh, both Hello. decisions?
0: Hello, soccer fans. <laughs> This is Corey of the American Outlaws podcast.
1: Oh, I was trying to pull up Avril No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. We God. don't have the rights for that, Corey. Don't bring it up. Oh, damn it. All right. Avril will come for us.
0: <laughs> hey, we got the World Cup in 2026. That's fancy. Woo! You mean we're going to be traveling all over the country and we're going to be uh, delighting in bathing in soccer in this country again with the general masses and they're all going to be on board and attending games. You're distant relatives are going to be asking you for tickets in eight years.
1: It would be an incredible opportunity for us and all of us as members to actually show casual fans what it's like to be a passionate fan, I think. I've been up since 5.30
0: drinking. It's now 8.30 p.m. (laughs) I still sound pretty good.
1: Uh, I'm so excited. Awesome. Now, okay, okay, Morocco.
0: Hello, U.S. soccer fans. Aren't you glad that Since the biggest debacle in 30 years of U.S. soccer, the big changes are we fired our president for the vice president. (laughs) He spent six months courting FIFA members and then failed at his one task that he's put 100% of his time into. And we hired Ernie Stewart, who has a very vague knowledge of his own job. (laughs) Same old
1: FIFA going after. And scene. (laughs) (laughs) So you're telling me whatever happens on this day is like 100% to 0% because yeah. you're right. It is like Honestly. All of, all of the eggs are in one if, basket. If, if Morocco gets it, it's percent. like what has happened to U.S. soccer in the With last FIFA. six months? I mean, FIFA but is a fickle bitch, man. I mean, is that a term? We haven't heard any change from U.S. soccer. And then we lose the one thing that all they're doing was focusing on. What happened since Trinidad at that point? Yeah, it's like, uh, Think uh, about that. I know. That's but, yeah. but if we do get RB it, and somehow it. they like somehow create a proposal of change, and maybe they actually give Ernie Stewart some freaking power to make change. Do you know? Then we're is- then we're talking about a different story here. It's like literally night and day, depending on what <laughs> could happen <laughs> Wednesday. All Think eggs about that. Single basket
0: it is it is. Uh, well, you guys already know what happened. <laughs> it's either a great day or a terrible day right now, and terrible in a string of really shitty months,
1: other than the France game, pretty much. Um, and then, all, then we have look. Well, God, then we have guitar, cutter to look forward for, look forward to for twenty twenty two. What could go wrong? Oh um, my goodness! Let's talk. Hope for the best. France I, game. Let's, say, let's go right. back to France game. I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: no, I'm. I'm going to go ahead and say uh that we get the bid I, I think we will uh i give it a 65 70 chance which is the death knell. but i i still think i think it's going to happen hopefully you're all uh partying right now because because we got the bid and in eight years soccer is going to really make the jump in america because it is the sport of the future as it has been since 1972 as the men and blazers always say
1: yeah, I mean we can we can literally plan for everything we do for eight years to an event because we know we're going to be there. We know everything that's going to happen here in the U.S. We can, oh, mama,
0: God, we got a lot to do. We, we're going to have to start like tomorrow. Yeah, we're, we've already started when this podcast. I
1: mean, came. drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got
0: a lot to do, a lot of that to do. Uh, speaking of side side note, did you listen to American Catastrophe? uh, the Roger Bennett vehicle. I haven't, uh, not yet. Yeah, I know y- you praise it a lot. So good. And I, uh, Rod, Rod is a friend of AO friend of the show. Uh, has he been on the show? He spoke at a rally. Yeah. Um,
1: I can, I consider that a friend,
0: but as a U.S. soccer fan, I highly recommend. Um, that's the third podcast we've recommended this show, but, uh, it's fantastic. Super, super good. I've, uh, enjoyed it. Um, so, don't. If we didn't get the World Cup bid, it's because of fucking France. You know that, right?
1: Before you go love <laughs> on them. Well, I know because France is eight uh, years ago. Because they partnered with Morocco. Because they just have a history yeah, with Morocco. And
0: they've actively spoken out against or to other countries to vote for Morocco, like they've actively uh, uh, petitioned or whatever you call it. Uh, I don't know. When you go and try to get somebody to vote, I don't vote, hold that called. against
1: their fans, Corey. Hold that against their federation. Well, <laughs> you do what you want. <laughs> I wasn't there. I did love yeah, speaking of federations. It was, it was fun talking to uh, the French supporters group, uh, talking about like the same challenge. Like we have similar challenges with the federation as they do, and how they really? how they work with them. Yeah, and how they don't work with them, and what they ask for, and how they're trying to get like different cities involved. Like they 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 struggle. They're fairly, new, I don't know, they're like maybe seven years old, maybe. Um, yeah seven years old and their, their group yeah okay, so it's somewhat recent and and you know they 're still trying to figure out how to get more cities like involved and kind of unite cities, something that we 've did, and so they 've tried to talk to us about that as well too, so it was super interesting talking to like these other supporters groups and these other different like nation national team federations and seeing what they are, but it, it makes me feel like that 's like oh my gosh, they do have the same challenges because challenges in like yeah. You know, the national team supporters groups and, and federations and how we have to operate in different cities and different worlds and countries. Like, yeah. often with competing interests. There's, there's yeah. unique sort of challenges, and it's, it was cool to talk to other groups uh, about that, So and that they deal with some of the same challenges. Yeah. that's cool. What kind of food do they have in their stadium? Oh, I was so hungry. A delicious hamburger. Hamburger? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, uh, that was the first thing I saw, so I got it. What do you eat in France? So we should talk about uh,
0: the... France, uh, Women's World Cup next year. Yeah, yeah. If if you had to summarize into a paragraph what uh, an American outlaw who wants to go
1: on the AO package or just go to the Women's World Cup, what can they expect? It's going to be incredible. We're going to be the biggest group there. And I'm telling you, you're going to be like the U.S. fans. And uh, the goal of what we're trying to do to bring like a massive group of what we did in Brazil but just for the Women's World Cup is going to be awesome. Uh, We've already talked to the city of Lyon. Like they're all on board with the semifinals and finals. Every person is in Lyon you talked to. Every them? city, yep. Every plan in the city. Oh, <laughs> no, the main. Uh, As we're official, <laughs> the tourism board in the city. You know, we talked to. Uh, they're excited to have us. They want to help us out because they want to. They want to show like what their city's about to all these people from us and. The know. way that Winnipeg didn't basically. Yeah. <laughs> the, so are they? They're actually planning
0: ahead a little bit. Like yeah. Winnipeg didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I, we drove up to Winnipeg and it was just another day basically, and there was like construction on the main highway to the stadium. I was <laughs> like, there's a women's world cup game here today and you're down to one lane each way. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're, uh, they're going about it. The I think right so. Way.
1: Yeah. Leon's excited. Cause they only have the semifinal and final, but we looked at um, a bunch of different other cities and like Paris is going to be awesome. Um, I think the expectations we're going to we're already working on uh, awesome lodging with different levels of pricing for different fans uh ways to get to every single game uh knowing what we people can and can not afford like everyone wants to go to Nice but it's like man it's super expensive in yeah. Nice it's, it's like Monaco pricing right yeah and um, sections behind the, the goal The country's awesome the fans are going to be great I think the mix between the US and French fans are going to be crazy because the French team's pretty they're good really too Really good
0: they're top yeah. 4 aren't they
1: Yeah and we got us I mean I think everyone is expecting, a, like, hoping for a U.S.-French uh, final. Um, but it's going to be awesome. We're, we're going to have a package ready Cup to go pretty soon. Uh, we, we've, I think we're doing a bunch of planning already. We have a bunch of information. We've been talking to different hotels and different venues to have hubs with our events that um, I think is going to be like nothing else that's ever happened in a Women's World Cup. right? That's not on U.S. or Canada soil. That's easy to drive to. right? right. Yeah, It'll it's going to a- be awesome.
0: I'm excited. Yeah, uh, me too. I think I will be there. I will be there if I'm not at the Gold Cup. I know, because
1: the Gold Cup's In the same Konka time. And
0: CONCACAF's infinite wisdom might be at the exact same time. It
1: is the same time. The final's on the same day. The Gold Cup final and the Women's World Cup final is the exact same day. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are we doing so you as a fan have to choose what are we doing? because you're going to fly back and forth between France and the US nonstop. I'm ch- yeah, right. I'm ch- chingling my stop but this is a big gold cup for us too because this next summer because the winner of that gold cup if we win this gold cup we go to the confederations cup if that still exists and then if, if we don't win then, then we have to play in the CONCACAF cup with whoever wins that's true so it's a big gold cup, yeah. Because if we can get to the this Confederations a big
0: gold Cup, because we're finally playing in a game that fucking matters. Yeah, it's gonna be nice
1: for so the men's team. Yeah. Speaking of the women's team, um, you know, the, there's a game today, which will you guys main, will not hear. Hour. So we're gonna. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you already know that we beat China eight nil. So that's yeah, right.
1: Cool. Well, we only beat them one nil a few days ago. Right, so we're about to beat them eight. Nil. That's true. I'm an optimist. Yeah, I you know like that. that. Eight 0 <laughs> Yeah, So they've already down. qualified for uh, France, I guess. No, that's not true. No, right. the China oh, Chinese teams. Yeah, we no, don't yeah, qualify we're... till October.
0: Right, um, and we'll be there. Um, I don't know. We kind of got to wrap up. Yeah, let's but, wrap uh, up.
1: I think we talked about the Ireland game, France game, <laughs> about the women's team, uh, mainly about France World Cup. Yeah, <laughs> the other games we didn't get into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we're kind of running out on time, I mean, and we talked about the future. Uh talked about Ernie Stewart World Cup bid. Are you excited for the World Cup? I am. I. I think everyone, I I hope everyone out there, our members and everything, like see it as a motivation to why we are fans, right? Not to miss one of these things again. This event called the World Cup. I mean, and and why we need to be at games, why we need to support these players, why we need to like support like the growth of soccer in this country. I think this is what it's all about. Being a fan is being the World Cup, and if we're not there, you're going to see what we're missing out on. So do not be apathetic the next four years.
0: Don't avert your eyes. Take it in. Don't uh, hide from it. Yeah. Enjoy it slash loathe it because <laughs> it's it hurtful. It's been really hurtful the last week, just going through all this like it's like a, drinking a diet sprite or something
1: <laughs> rather than the regular. We don't care if you root for other teams, or maybe one team we'd care if you root for, but any other team like I don't care. Just be a fan. And then realize that we cannot miss out on another one of these again.
0: Yeah. So do everything we can as a fan. I had a flashback today, I emailed uh the guy I was with who was in town uh four years ago today and I emailed him and I said I'm on my way to foot golf. He you know remember who I'm talking you remember who I'm talking about? No. Uh pal Bandini oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. to Lincoln to oh. do an article. And we were about to leave for Brazil. Yeah. And we took him that was to a foot rough golf. night. Man, we I took don't know if I want golf. to get into that. No well, we can't <laughs> no we won't but I took him to foot or we took him to foot golf and uh yeah. it was very stress relieving. Uh it was very necessary. And uh, he and I uh, went to watch the opening kick at a shitty bar in Lincoln. And I, I emailed him today. I haven't talked to him in probably a year. Yeah. And I, I emailed him and I said, I said, you know, I just had a flashback today. Uh, I'm, I have foot golf tonight. Uh, we have the World Cup bid announcement tomorrow. You're hearing this uh, a little on delay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, man, I I know that he's a big Italy or he grew up in Italy. And he, I was like, we're, "We're both watching through gritted teeth, kind of, or with like empty hearts, oh, yeah, basically." That's right. But uh, enjoy it, man. This is—it's like I, I'll never forget because he turned to me and he goes, "We're in a World Cup right now," and it, and yeah. it kind of just hit me like, "Oh my god!" The next month is going to be something I don't forget. So I haven't known I, I might, life.
1: Oh, I, I haven't I, known life with us and not in the World Cup. I know. I, was, I know. Oh, I, was I was seven was, when they. The last time. Was you are actually four or three? Well, I know, but the first <laughs> World Cup they're in. I was seven, so I didn't even know what the hell was going on. Right? Anyways. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> so Yeah. I don't even know if our parents knew that we were in it. No. I bet they didn't. Oh, no. I should ask him that actually. Let's get him on the pod. And-
1: yeah, yeah. So I can't. I mean, but this is this, just so weird. I know. I'm excited.
0: Maybe you'll put on some
1: shoes for it. No. <laughs> shoes are only for the. I just World noticed Cup. Justin's barefoot. Choose it for the you World what my Cup. On Choose it for winners, of course. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So we all
0: got to go barefoot in the next month. Yeah, next four years. All right. Here's the sound of me kicking my shoe off against the wall. <laughs> oh my god! I put a hole in the wall.
1: <laughs> that was loud.
0: Thanks for joining us yeah, on yeah. the soccer podcast where we talk about soccer games. We'll be here next week. We'll see you next week. Uh, might be here
1: we'll figure it out cory hey we've done it without you we'll do without you again cory <laughs> you're disposable i guess Corey. no doubt about that
0: <laughs> listen our, d- our 10 listeners did not give a shit so <laughs> thank you to all 10 of you and we will see you next week thanks. Right. thanks justin see ya